podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 for this Sunday night. It's me, Gav, it's Kev, it's Keith and Shawnee will be along any time now to give you a war cry or whatever he calls it on the quadruple. Queen Kelleher's Ultras 11, Kepa's Messers 10. Liverpool have won the Carabao Cup for the ninth time in what can only be described as one of the most entertaining football games that ended 0-0 or nil-nil or nil-all that you will ever, ever see. Um, It was an absolutely unbelievable two and a half, two and a half hours-ish of um, pure entertainment, drama and everything else in between. We're going to try our best to go through it. We're going to try our best to, you know, um, talk about all the talking points, but we could be here for a fucking day and a half when we do that. But we'll try our absolute best. We'll give a reaction. We'll have a laugh. We'll have a drink. We'll read out your comments, and we'll go from there. If you are if you are watching, you're very, very welcome. There's nearly 300 people watching now. So hit the like button. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. As I said, we do 40 shows a month free across YouTube and all your podcast um, apps and platforms do that share but most of all put the comments in we get to as many as we possibly can but it is going to fly tonight we will let you know that um keith i'll come to you first because you are drinking what i can only describe as a liter of diesel um when i seen it um you on the good stuff there. Yeah, on the um, good stuff the vodka and the red bull yeah just your initial reaction after the game as we always do on a sunday and this is no difference because it was just a fucking great day wasn't it <laughs> It was. It was a great game. You touched on it there. You know, for a nil all, 120 minutes of nil all, usually that's like, this is the pits. Do you know what I mean? But if you're a neutral watching that, that's a cracking game of football. Two teams that I think, in fairness to Chelsea, they went very attacking. They were very much on the front foot, which I don't think Liverpool were maybe expecting. And they really did put us to the sword for a lot of that. But, you know, it's it, we've said it before many a time. Chelsea are a defensive team. They're a very well-organised team and you don't get much against them. And you just have to make sure you're there to capitalise when you can. And luckily we did today. And luckily it's an Irish young lad who gets the winning penalty. Um, It's a shy bag that misses it for them. And it's just a cherry on the cake. You know, the whole thing, everything about it. It was just drama even before kickoff when you lose Thiago before the start of the game. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Jesus Christ, what's going on here? And I think that had an impact on Liverpool as they went into it. I think they they couldn't get into the game. I think it changed their outlook. And I just thought, yeah, two teams that went for it and and had a great game. Some great performances on both sides. Uh, And we'll talk about them as the show goes on, but really enjoyed it. And look, it's easy to say that when you've won. I'd have been good if we'd have lost, but we did win. So who gives a shy? We're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about the positives. There's a lot of positives from a Liverpool point of view. And, you know, we could sit and watch the content from the changing room all night. You know what I mean? All the boys dancing and 
Swamp and the Gargle, and especially Costa Simicas. He was taking on the new role as the new Alberto Moreno in the squad by the looks of it. He just loves a little session, that fella. Big fan. Yeah. Kev, how are you feeling, my man? I'm good, yeah. All good. For a competition that I said on Wednesday, I didn't give a shit about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, was, Life comes uh, at you uh, fast, Kev. Life comes at you yeah, fast. You've got ebbs and flows. You've got to roll with the punches, man. I tell you, I was over the moon. I was delighted the same as everyone else. But I was delighted more for the players who um, who performed. And Kelleher, that could have been on another day. You could be talking about him for all the wrong reasons. And... He would, Klopp just showed he was justified in his faith that he put in him. And he was outstanding. Some of the saves he made were brilliant. His calmness under pressure and the way he slotted his pen, you know. And he went the right way for a fair few of those pens with the Chelsea pens as well, you know, for someone who's really young and only really beginning his career. You know, I'm absolutely made up for the lad. Absolutely delighted for it. Shani. Um, I don't even know where to start with you. Um, you're very low, Shani. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Tauta Wolf here. I Someone don't think said you're on Yeah, um, I, I couldn't find half my stuff. My head is gone, right? Um, um I don't know where to start with you, Shani, because. Uh, uh, we know um, you were just off your bracket when Liverpool played, so I can only imagine what happened there today when you were watching that game because um, you get emotional at a coin toss. So two and a half hours of what's gone on there today, I, I I don't even know where to start. How are you feeling? I want to apologise on behalf of myself to my brothers and my partner. who had to sit with me for two and a half hours of that. I'd say it was like pulling teeth. I am literally... The worst person in the world to watch football with. And it's not because I'm loud. It's because if you make any noise or sound around me, I start going mad. Honestly. I, I, I'm like, don't be messing. Even Paddy Larson had me wound up when Trent was going to take a penalty. I was saying, this is the fucking best striker at the ball at the club. You prick, shut your mouth. So, um, no, do you know what? It, it's mental because the, the, I, I, this just feels like the start to me. Um, exactly today uh, it was a brilliant game of football contested between two really really good teams Um, Chelsea Chelsea are a really good cup side I feel I feel they have the players the manager they're equipped they have the know-how they have the smarts there's Aspilicueta there's Rudiger there's Kovacic these lads have been around the block sort of but we matched them with that today I feel Um, I'm just I don't know what Gav I'm the scenes after the game and how they are and how these players carry themselves, I was a bit emotional, to be honest with you. Seeing Alisson with that little lad in the crowd, seeing Klopp, seeing the lads with Takumi Minamino. Yeah. It just, it's... Um, you have to hold that mic close to you, bro. Like that. Get a bit of sellotape up to that mic. I'm, I'm just, I'm very, very, very proud of this group of players. This is a competition which I've, I've gone on record saying... I don't give too much for fuck about it, but as soon as yeah. that whistle went today, I was fully engrossed in it, and it's really, um, it's really, uh, it's the start of something special. I feel, I feel like this, this is like, uh, like not, not like not like a fork in a road because we all know how good this team is, but 
just ridiculous like honestly and Michael Massey is a fucker I just have to keep up me me tota wolf character here so Michael Massey is a fucker this is wrong so Carl Dunham's like Sean he's landing a few planes in Dublin airport <laughs> this is going to go on for the night now <laughs> unless you find your own mic oh just don't... a quick I just want to I know one of the lads is on the train back from Wembley and he said he was going to tune in because he said there's no because I'm at the VNL now watching the match fucking in the Camden, which was which is great again, by the way. So I just had to give him a shout out. He's literally on the train now back from London down to Liverpool. He's Key Cochran. Key Cochran, he's a, he's a really good mate of mine. He, he's a scouter, and I know he'd be absolutely bladdered on the way home. So, uh, as, as, take, as he should be, take care yeah, of yourself, mate. Right. And uh, hopefully, I hear from you tomorrow. Keith, is that his name? Key Cochran. Oh, yeah. I hope he's absolutely malavolved with loads of bottles on the way in that train on the way home. Uh, he shouldn't stop until he gets into Lime Street, um, as far as I'm concerned. Sean, he's ditching the team of Wolf Look, um, <sighs> and he's going to go and find his proper mic by the sounds of it, or he's going to do something. Um, we no, I'm just going to go like this. That's better. Ah, oh, that's superb, Sean. Um, yeah, the looks great. and the sound now, it's absolutely unbelievable. Keith, the team of Wolf Look was good. It was it all was right. Good. It was good. Oh, the Total Wolf, sorry. Yeah. The Total Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Or team or team. Airwolf. Know. I mean, an Airwolf took a helicopter job as well. I like it. Um, Keith, the team is named. It's the team that we expect, or the vast majority of people expect. And like you mentioned earlier, Thiago pulls out um, in yeah. the warm-up. I think it's an ankle injury, I think they said. Um, I thought that was a big blow. As much faith as I have in all the players and what we can do on any given day, I thought it was a big blow because I just couldn't stop thinking about the game at Stamford Bridge where we couldn't get our foot on it. And we invited them on when we should have been, we should have put them to bed. And I thought him being in the team was going to be massive because he holds the ball so well. He's so press resistant. He drops a shoulder. He spreads the ball. He gets you out of different, he gets you out of tight positions and into really good attacking ones. Um, I thought it was a real blow. Naby Keita comes into the side instead of him. Um, did that throw you a little bit beforehand, Keith? Yeah, it was one of them. Um, the one player I didn't want to lose was Thiago because I felt we needed that control in the midfield area. Now, I thought Naby done okay, to be honest. I thought he was okay when he played. Um, but to lose Thiago, it just meant, you know, you're right, he's so press resist- resistant and he draws their midfield onto him and just moves it past him. Like, he's so important to how we play. And to lose him in the warm-up is always a killer. Um, he looked good as shows, well, didn't he? Yeah, oh, he was fucking heartbroken. And I don't know, anyone here the the severity of it. I haven't heard that, like, but you know, hopefully it's. He wouldn't it's have not been on the bench. I was thinking to myself, he wouldn't be sitting on the bench. It was bad. Yeah, that's what my missus said. The same, like that. He it must have been too bad. Been. He'd have been off getting some sort of treatment or some somewhere, wouldn't yeah. he? But look, it's it's a, it was a blow, and I think it changed our outlook on the game because if if you're you know, I thought as I said, I thought Naby done okay, but he's not Thiago. Do you know what I mean? And and to lose a player who's going to control the tempo and dictate the tempo, I thought was a huge blow. Huge blow. Uh, the, the rest of the team was as we expected. You know, um, you look at it, I thought it was a toss-up between Kanate and Matip at the back. Um, he went with Matip. You know, I didn't think he had a great game, to be honest. Um, as was usual standards. But, other than that, yeah, Hendo, Fabinho, a lot of people would have been saying, screaming for Hendo not to start that, but big game. You know what I mean? Klopp will always play him in the big game. So, yeah, it was as expected. Um, and then Naby, I suppose, was the right um, next taxi off the rank 
I suppose, considering that um, uh, Harvey wasn't in the, the the match day squad at the time, wasn't he? No, he only got brought in after um, Thiago got injured. So, yeah, it was as expected. Uh, Chelsea as well, looking at them, they lose Christensen to an injury. And that sort of changes. I know Kev was saying earlier about what he felt they might have done um, with Malang Sar maybe playing at left back. But, you know, they, they were impacted as well. But, yeah, the team's lined up um, how I expected us to. I was happy enough. You know, a lot of people are panicking about Kelleher, but Klopp played Kelleher through the tournament. And to keep players like him sweet, you have to give them a carrot. Do you know what I mean? You have to give something for a sub-goalkeeper because this lad is knocking on the door for international caps. Now, we know Gavin Bazuna was there ahead of him in the Ireland pecking order because he's playing games. If Cuevin Kelleher was going and playing more regular, I think he would overtake him in, in goal, but he's not. So it's a hard one to, to balance when you have a player of that quality as your reserve keeper. So you had to play him. Klopp came out and said he'd play. People were still saying, oh, I'd, I'd probably go with Alisson, I'd probably go with Alisson. And you can understand that when you have got the best keeper in the world. But it's a show of faith by Klopp, and it's a show of putting your faith into the squad. Yeah, Klopp, go. commenting on Kelleher afterwards, Klopp, Liverpool manager Klopp said, in professional football, there should be a space for sentiment. He is a young boy. We ask him to do a lot. He starts playing in the competition, and then we get to the final, and I tell him he cannot play. I am two yeah. things, a football manager and a human being. And a human being won this time, and it is nice that it paid off. He deserves it. Um... Kelleher will now find a special place in Anfield folklore, it said, after this final. And um, Kelleher was said was quoted after saying, Klopp just said, well done um, for scoring the penalty. And there's also a wall up around Anfield with all those trophies, and now he gets his chance to go up on that wall as a winner um, with this. So... Let's get into it because there's so much to talk about. I don't, I, I don't even know if we can go in kind of chronological order because we'd be here all fucking day. So let's just talk about Kev. I'll come to you first. Yeah. Let's talk about periods of the game and then we can touch on mm. touch on different chances. But you know, Chelsea come out and they have a really good chance with Havertz early on, um, and Kelleher really makes a, a really good save. And then from there, Liverpool kind of take the ascendancy. And you see that double save from Mendy from um, Keita and Mane. Mane has a header as well. Um, but it just seemed to kick off at that Harvard's chance. And then it just went fucking mad. And I think it was a mix of really good forward play. And defensively, both teams just going, we just take loads of chances here. We just take yeah, loads of chances to see where it gets us. Because that's what it looked like to me, Kev. It was nuts. because Well, it took us about 10 minutes to get over Thiago not starting. Yeah. I think the first 10 minutes it took because everything would have changed. Everything that they they wanted to do, our game plans would have changed because of the personnel, the the type of player that Naby is. He can't do what Thiago does. And that's not a slight on him. He's just not that player. So it took us 10, 15 minutes to find our feet. And that Havertz chance was a great chance. You know, he really should have buried it. It was brilliant positioning from Keller. Sorry? The early Pulisic. one. Pulisic. Pulisic, wasn't it? Oh, Pulisic. It is Pulisic. Pulisic. Sorry, I thought it was Havertz. It was yeah, Pulisic. I had Havertz in my head. No, the, is the three boys all look the same. Him, no, them. do you know what I, I'm thinking of? I'm, I actually, do you know what I have in my head? Because you were talking about it beforehand, Kev. It's the offside one against Havertz much, much later in the game. Much later on, I have that yeah, in my yeah. head. Yeah, no, it's Pulisic yeah. that's central. It's Pulisic. Because Mountainous is another one later on. And you'd fancy him as well. He's, I mean, he's he's got a decent record against us. You know, and the... 
Trent had a cross in for Mane to head, but it just went ski whiff off the side of his head and got nowhere near it. The double save from Mendy was an outstanding save. Now, people will slate Sadio, he should have done better. I think he did all he could. He tried to lift it, and Mendy read it. He was right up. You didn't realize how big Mendy is. He's six foot six foot five, and he was down. He he got up. Uh, I think the shot was probably a couple of feet off the ground. I mean, bar going back across goal, there was, wasn't an awful lot more that Sadio could have done. You just have to take your hats off. It was an outstanding save, and but it went. It was. I think we had, Chelsea dominated the first fifteen minutes. We dominated then for probably up until forty minutes. Yeah, and then they then came back into they the had last a, a last five minute push, but it was end to end first half, and it went in nil nil. And you thought to yourself, how, how, how did that happen? Because all the highlights they were showing at half time was saves. It was, and it wasn't just one save or two saves. It was outstanding play from both sides. Both both sides really went at it. Yeah, and I mean. I'll give credit to Chelsea. They managed to nullify Mo Salah for large parts of the game. And whatever it is about their setup, that 3 4 2 1, they're really good at getting back into shape really quickly. I think, I think they, I think they get the left hand, I think they get that left hand side centre back as close as they can to Alonso when yeah. Salah's on it. And it actually shows, I think, on the other side. And someone said it in the chat earlier, and that's why I remember it. But it actually meant that Luis Diaz had a lot more room to walk yeah. in. Than Salah did today because yeah, Chelsea nearly have to shift, not shift one, but shift a half a position over. So your your right wing back will get exposed a little bit more against Liverpool's left hand side of player, you know, the sort of way. Yeah. And and it, I just could not believe how it wasn't like end to end. It was like Chelsea were sitting in, Liverpool were having a go and finding gaps and getting the odd chance here and there. Chelsea were breaking and Liverpool were nullifying it at times, and then Chelsea were getting chances. And it was, it was high nobody, level football, but it nobody was really high level. It football. was really high level, but nobody seemed to look at it and go from a Liverpool point of view. Like Sean, I can only imagine what you were like after twenty minutes of this because you're looking going. We're making chances, but these are fucking playing balls in behind us, and it's all it's like a free for all. But nobody seemed to at any stage in the game turn around and go. We should probably drop, or we should, or Chelsea saying we should probably come out a bit more and engage a bit more. Nobody done that. They just stuck to what they were doing, Shawnee, and let's just see who wins. It was just a cracking game of football, Shawnee. There was not, there's no other word for it. And both teams must get get a lot of credit for that. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't seem to get a hold of the game in midfield at all. Even when we were on top, everything was just going through Diaz, who, by the way, was by far the best player on the pitch today. Yeah, the the fella. Is unbelievable. You could tell he sorted an unknown quantity to them because they didn't know what to do with him. That Chalabal lad is a decent player, but he got a run around today. And um, Diaz was unbelievable. I thought thought Mane was good, and I thought Mao has his worst game for a while, but they they managed to nullify him. But with these games, got finals like performance doesn't really matter. It's no. just about it's about staying in it. It's about doing enough, sort of. You know what I mean? And I felt like um, I, 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 I'm not going to say I'm not obviously I'm not anyway disappointed, but there was a few today who were nervous. Robbo played with nerves. Trent played within himself. I thought Matip played within himself. I thought you could see that it just wasn't there. The the, the zip and like 
I can't imagine losing Thiago really healthy either because it's not like there's a life for like to come in. Thiago's someone who gives you a wrangle on the game in the midfield. He plays the game at his pace, but Kovacic is very good in that in that way where he's a type of player. He's a bit metronomic in a way that he can set up the tempo of the game and he kind of did. And they were getting at us, but again, Gav, like, Klopp said something tonight. If there was no offside rule, there would have been about 18 goals in the game. But yeah. that was. But we had and a like, great line for the majority. Gav, the most impressive thing for me was 15, 20 minutes into extra time, they still had the composure to hold that line. Yeah. yeah. Not the one on Havertz is unbelievable. Don't the, underestimate how difficult the thing that is when your legs are heavy and the stakes of the game to still take that risk and they and they done it and they done it brilliantly like the, the it, it it's it's the belief in themselves even when it wasn't going that way sort of thing you know what I mean and the, the game like it, it to and fro like you know what I mean it was it was going it was a bit of a, it was like a boxing match yeah you know I mean? it's like a boxing match when a boxer comes out and said right I'm gonna put three rounds on you and then I'm gonna take these rounds off and we're gonna try take your best and that's what it was. Two really, really, really good teams. On the line Two itself, really- though, Shawnee. On the line itself, the one on Havertz, and I'm, I'm going to take a guess it's extra time, because like, I fucking genuinely, yeah, it was it's all melted into one. Them. But it's nearly like, it's not a true ball, it's, it's like a crossed ball. And they're still holding that line. Yeah, And he turns, yeah. he finishes really well. Um, no, it's just... But they, they are just adamant they're staying. The ball is dead. And there was loads of that shit today again with the lay flags. Like, loads yeah. of it. And, yeah. and it, it made it look like that we were under more pressure than we really were. And the fact that it's a final, that all kind of gets magnified in, in that. But they were unbelievable. And I, couldn't, I didn't get to see it, but I just... I can, I was seeing bits and they were all praising how good Thiago Silva was tonight. Like, yeah. fucking... They, they haven't got a patch on any of us. Even Rudiger. Put him in a back two with you. He'd be drowning. Matip's a better player than him. Yeah. Jimmy and Floyd Hasselbank said... Um, it's, it was like the whole thing was... And Chelsea had this... Like, they're a defensive team. We're in an attacking team. And we defend so well. They were unbelievable. They were... The, the, the line... 28, 25 minutes into extra time. It's, it's ridiculous the levels this team has gotten to it. Like, and this was a stick that they used to beat us with last year. And now it's something that well, we've become so, so good at. No, it's something that they still want to try beat us with when they get a chance. But in fairness, if you wanted to... It, it, if you want to be so be- frustrating. You see, see, see Havertz when he scores. Did you see him going for... Yeah. Like, yeah. You could see him kicking well, That's with the fourth one. You never, ever yeah, see seven that. Seven off, so to go. You yeah. very rarely see that. You very rarely see a player reacting like that. You, you could see... It was like he, he missing chances, like... But yeah. they were like a credit. I'd, although we weren't at our best, we did our fucking enough, and that is just that's a massive, massive, massive market for mm-hmm. this team yeah. to yeah. show that. Look, Chelsea were the favourites for everything at the start of the season. Everyone had them winning the league, had them doing this, had them doing that. We're fucking right in there, and we're on City's tail as well. And you can guarantee they were watching there tonight going. Jesus Christ, there's a bit of that relentlessness is back with us. And I, yeah. I thought even our big players kind of fluffed it today in moments, but we did enough to get chill and he used all the squad. And it's just, I'm so fucking proud of the team, to be honest with you. It's just, it's, it's brilliant. It, 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 people only say it's the Carabao Cup, it's the string to the ball. It's, 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 it's a launch 
Dylan O'Rourke says match of the day will be highlighting all of those offsides as big chances. Of course he will. And that's yeah. what they do. I think the only Kelleher makes a save from Mount in the four or Pulisic, like I said, they're the same people. They all look the fucking exact same. Yeah. Mount misses a sitter right on half time. Yeah, like, that's a massive chance. Yeah, the only thing I would say for me is he's falling kind of backwards a little bit. It's a little which, bit behind which, him. Which, if you're falling backwards, it's very hard to hook it. And in and fairness, if, if he if oh, he gets it, if he gets if but if Mount if Mount actually makes slightly worse connection with that, it actually goes in. He makes too good a connection with it as he's falling a little bit backwards. But it it, it was just fucking mad. Um, Chris Brax has talked to with John Toshak, who was intensive care. Yeah, struggling against yeah. COVID by the sounds of it. So we do wish John uh, Toshak all the best and hopefully he makes a recovery from that. And we keep you updated if there's any news on that as well. Keith, you said Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank said and then you stopped. Yeah. Tell me please what Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank said. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was saying that Thiago Silva is better on the ball than Virgil van Dijk. Uh, that he said, you know, they're both great players, but that Van Dijk, when he gets under pressure, tends to just hoof the ball. Uh, and Carragher and Redknapp were having none of it. You know, Thiago Silva's a great player. He always was a very good player. Mm-hmm. He's still a very good player, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's not. Their best defender, boy, he is saying. their best defender. It's experience and it's, you know, leadership that he has. But Virgil van Dijk's on another level. Do you know what I mean? Like, the fella is absolutely out of this world. But I was actually watching, on a quick one on Lewis Diaz, I was watching um, a clip. You were watching on Brazilian Sports. TV, were you? No, no, no. I was watching a clip, worse, even worse, being sports. Right. And half time, right, Richard Keyes asked Andy oh. Gray, like, is. Uh, Liverpool don't, target. Don't even finish. Ah, tell this, us, you know, tell us. Go on. No, having a drink. This is, a, this is a good one, right? This is a good one. So Richard Keyes asked Andy Gray, uh, Liverpool targeting the Chelsea right hand side with Lewis Diaz that they're constantly going down that side. And Andy Gray says, No, not at all. Sure, if they were challenging that, they'd put one of the good players there, like Mane or Salah, instead of this young kid about Lewis Diaz. Mm-hmm. So that tells you all you need to know about Andy Gray's knowledge of the Well, Andy Gray and Andy Gray and Richard Keyes <laughs> want Sam Allardyce to be appointed as the Leeds manager. Because they can't understand why Leeds would appoint anyone that doesn't know the league. And yeah. Sam Allardyce was the first name that came to them. So you, you basically need to stop watching that shit, Keith, is what we're trying to say to you. Oh, um, no, well, I've just seen a clip, Gav. I've just seen a clip and right. I'm like, couldn't get it off quick enough and it piqued me interest when they said this kid, they wouldn't use this kid if they were targeting him. They'd use one of the main men. Mm. And I'm like, this fella doesn't have a fucking clue because Luis Diaz had them on toast all day and was absolutely amazing from start to finish up until the time he had to come off. I that think. flick over, that flick over, he's yeah. saying is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was so good. he, he, he only makes one no mistake for me. There's a lot of no-look stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Everything yeah. is no-look. He loves a no-look pass, doesn't he? Yeah, but, but like... Just on the Chelsea defence, and, and you have to give credit to Chelsea. I don't like Chelsea. don't like anything about them. But to give them to give them credit, they, they are part of a fantastic game. But when you look at what they're doing with their defence, and this this actually reminds me a little bit of, do you remember when Arsenal went to a back five because they couldn't trust the centre-backs and yeah, exactly. they had Tierney playing there and stuff? When I look at it, like I don't think Rudiger plays as well in the two because I think well, he's... They are three centre-halves where you would need an extra man covering them, in my opinion, for different reasons. Thiago Silva is really good at reading the game, but I think if you get behind them, you probably need an extra man to cover them. I think it's the same with uh, Alonso and the right, and I don't think they trust Reese James to do, or on the left, I don't think they trust Reese James to be a right fullback like they would trust, we trust Trent, 
Yeah. And 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 saying that Aspilicueta has been a brilliant servant to Chelsea, he's still a really, really good player, but you're not putting him in a four. You're just not. Because you don't have that extra body to shift and cover. It's it's Chelsea are all about shifting and covering, shifting and covering, shifting and covering. And that's why they play the five. I don't think it's necessarily down to them abs- being absolute brilliant players, which which in fairness to them, a lot of them have been or possibly are. But they play to their strength and you can't knock them for that. But to no. but to compare what Virgil van Dijk does in a back four to what Thiago Silva does in a back five, I think is is just fucking madness. Um I don't even know where to go now, Kev, because there's just chances going. There's all sorts going on. I think you're bang on. I think Liverpool will probably dominate fifteen to forty. I think Chelsea come back into it and get a couple of couple of shots towards the end of the half. Um but at half time, just- Kev. A half time, Kev, like, are you thinking, all I could think was you need to stop the runners. Because that's all they're looking for. They're looking for a running behind you. They're looking for runners. They're not going to play through you. A half time, are you expecting it to tighten up? Because it fucking didn't, Kev. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I didn't expect any changes. Um, you know, a few tweaks, maybe. Just maybe one of the centre mids to sit that little five yards deeper, but. When Chelsea came out for the start of the second half, they were fairly on it. And they were probably, they were again, they were the better side for about another 10, 15 minutes. And it, the, the really big thing that happened in the second half was the um, the goal, Matip's goal, that wasn't. And look, it's, it's easy to say after now, but it was the right decision. Yeah. Te- every because it's it's the exact same thing that happened Maguire. To, to Manchester United Man. Cavani yeah. yeah yeah and but it was so slight it was so close if Virgil was on side when he did that it would have stood that and it was a small small margin but I can understand why people's frustration is with all of the decisions the were going on this weekend because there were some absolute stinkers. Just thought this would be typical. We'd score a goal, it gets chalked off on a dubious offside that is questionable. You could argue about it, and then somehow we go and fuck it up, or we lose our heads for five minutes and they take advantage of it. But credit to the lads, they never ever did. Their heads never went, they never panicked, they never went searching for long balls or anything like that. We continually played our game. Didn't matter. The changes happened and we still played our game. I thought the changes were strange. I thought the way, because Harvey Elliott wasn't in the squad at all, for him to come into the game, for Henderson, Milner coming on, yeah, it made sense all day long. You need a bit of steel in there. I just thought the Harvey Elliott one was a strange one. You know, if you're going to have Chamberlain on the bench, bring Harvey into the bench late and then not use Chamberlain. That's that's a bit weird. Divock came on late, did did okay, did what he what he usually does, made himself a nuisance out of himself. Strong enough on the ball, did okay, but it was like that right the way through from one to fourteen, one to fifteen. Everyone that was used to it, everyone did okay. No one had a real stinker. It's just that there was four or five that were below par. Or below what you expect, Kev, was it hard to is it hard in that sort of game to assess players' performance? Because I just thought, like, take Trent 
for argument's sake. I thought Trent had a good game, right? Yeah. But you could easily go into that. You I, could easily pull apart parts of that game where you go good defensively. Yeah, they're going. Yeah, good defensively. But you, but there's part like there is parts you could go in and go look his position in there. Look what he does there. Look what I'm going forward here. You because it was such a mayhem kind of game. Nearly trying to assess performances, is, is, I think, is very hard. I think I think it's a nonsense trying to assess individual performance in a game like that because you look at the team performance, and when you you can look at individuals when you're playing against inferior opposition. Make no bones about it. This Chelsea side are very very good. You know, I mean, they might not be a league winning side, but I think was Sean who said it earlier. Keep their they're definitely a very good cup side. They're a huge threat in the Champions and, League, judging off that today for me. Yeah. And they're the kind of side that Atletico Madrid were a few years ago. They're a horrible side that you wouldn't want to go behind to. You know, and um, credit where it's due. They're good at what they do, but they're they're limited. We Look, we've played them three times this season. Three times it's been a draw. You know, they frustrated us at Anfield with 10 men behind the ball, did what they had to do, got out of jail with a point. We were lucky to get away from, with a point at Stamford Bridge because they were the better side. But we got we stood our ground and got a point. I don't think 11 for 11 on a one-off game does much between the sides. Over a season, we're better. And purely and simply, we're better because we score goals where they keep clean sheets, we keep clean sheets and score. You know, I think overall we're a better side, but I wouldn't want to be playing over in the a distance. League. Over a distance, I over think a we distance have, they get found out because I think we have more about us to win games in different ways. I look yeah. at them and I think that when you when they're asked to take yeah. the initiative in certain games, I think they struggle a little bit. Whereas if you come at them, like you watch Jordan the week, they play Lille um, in the Champions League, right? Yeah, and they gave Lille the ball. They gave Lille, Lille the ball, and he said, yeah. "You have the ball," and when we break it up. 40 yards from our own goal we're going to hit you he did he won 2-0 um, yeah. I have to grab some more cans so Keith and Shawnee if you want to have a discussion over the Matip disallowed goal walk away I will give my view on it it's the correct decision did you but, just talk of him right? no, what I want, no sorry no I think Kev touching it and Shawnee kind of agreed um, I don't know if you had your say but you can talk about whatever you want while I go and get cans I can't do anything no, 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 you know what I'm saying like when I leave you can talk whatever you want like Neighbours, Neighbours looks like it's maybe cut Shit, from um, Australian gotta... TV. Um, so what? there you go. You could, yeah, I'm more even a fucking part about what? this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. but my opinion on it is if Virgil van Dijk is moving towards the goal, the goal's given. Yeah. I think the fact that he's moving backwards. Six or one half of It's more of an interference than the call the offside on it. But anyway, <laughs> do whatever you want. I'm going to get to yeah. your cans. You get your cans. Get Thanks, your cans. Look, yeah, I, I hear what you, you're about said, rightly disallowed. Yeah, by the letter of the law, you can say that. I think it was just the two, a tussle by players in the box. And once a goal goes in, those tussles get highlighted because they don't have any impact on the actual playing of the, the action. Do you know what I mean? Of the goal. So, yeah, fair enough. It, it gets ruled out. But uh, I felt there was each team had two key players, two standout players, sorry, on each team, and both were the goalkeepers. And yeah. Liverpool had Diaz, and I thought Chelsea had Kovacic. And then I felt it was a case of everyone else was decent. Do you know what I mean? Not not at their best. Do you know? Like Chelsea were good at the back. I thought we were good at the back. I thought the midfield. Kovacic I thought was brilliant I didn't think Kante was very good I thought he was brutal today 
But then I thought air midfield weren't really on it. Air forwards, therefore, you know, there wasn't much between it, but there was two standouts on each team. So I was delighted the way um, the way Callagher came out on top. But Shani, would you did you think anyone else other than those four were standouts today, or was there anyone that I'm giving a bit of a hard hard rally to? Look, it was a fu- it was a final. Look, you know, it was one of them games where you could see that the players who I thought Havertz was brilliant for them. Oh, I think he's a he's a very good player. Um, he was, yeah, he was okay. Yeah, he's very assuring on the ball. He never really gives the ball away. He's dangerous as well from wide. I like him. I think he's going to be a really good player. I, yeah. I I don't know why he spent. Looking back now, it's hindsight twenty twenty and all. I don't know why they spent that money on Lukaku and there's a system they could play there. Would you get the best out of him being in that role? But the ones you met, I thought, I thought Lewis Diaz was head and shoulders shoulders above every player on the pitch. I thought Kelleher was brilliant, to be honest with you. I don't, I honestly don't know where the kid gets it from, but he's just the the stone faced look every time the camera was on. He wasn't faced one bit. No dodgy. To do. He was good. There was, he makes he fumbles a shot in the first half, but recovers so quick to get on it. Yeah. His distribution was good, I thought. Um, the, the biggest compliment to give Kelleher today is that I didn't feel like we missed Allison in that today in, in any capacity in terms of distribution and and how he commanded his box. Uh, I thought Virgil was Virgil was Virgil. Vir, Virgil is back. You heard yeah. him saying it after the game. He feels like he's back to himself now. It, there's no point, really. I thought Fabinho, everybody had that way. Like it was just one of them games where it was just tilting and frown. They were in it, we were in it. Air midfield gets on top for a minute or two, then they then they get on top, then they get a yeah. chance, then we do. And they kept you could hear it's so hard to assess, yeah. Johnny. You could it's it's a it's a brilliant. Do you know what? I actually can't wait to look back at the whole game now tomorrow. Mm. With you get with, it tonight on LC TV. With a clear head, and you can see all the kind of intricacies because it was a game of chess. It was. It was. It looked. It, it meant that's a game what of it chess. was. And, and that's how I felt it was going to play out because they have proven to be a fucking horrible cup side. I think they've made every the final of every cup he's played in so far. Yeah, possibly. Did he get to an FA Cup? Yeah, point? FA Cup. They oh, get beaten by Leicester. Champions yeah. League. They win it. They, yeah. So they're a they're a handy handy cup team, but. We didn't break. We never broke. There was moments in the game where we were under the cush, but we we held out. You know what I mean? I feel over it. I feel over the ninety. We deserved it. To be honest with you, yeah. I did. I thought. I, I did. I thought. Everyone can go back. Mount. We didn't say that. Mount misses a sitter after half time. He hits the post. That's a bad one. He gets. That's caught under his feet. That's caught under his feet, and he stabs her. But he, he still um, leaves. Um, Mao goes clean through and does the exact same thing. Where if that's at Anfield in the Premier League game, slams her into the corner. Yeah, he bashes it. He done it. He done similar against Leeds the other night, didn't he? He just didn't put enough on the dink against Leeds as well. He went through yeah. dink and he just didn't have enough juice, and it was the same there and, today. And look, lads, I don't, I don't want to waste too much time on talking about it because we saw what happened yesterday in the Everton game. But and I'm saying this from a position where we've just won a trophy. I thought the referee was absolutely fucking atrocious. They're all terrible. But he's and, one of the worst. He's incompetent. We can hear the but commentary. Tell me, which one, tell me someone that isn't. And but the likes... Neville, Neville they, were, they, they were bigging him up. They were saying no, how I good he was when he let the game flow. It was absolutely shocking. Can't he, he can't he 
Can't he spear Robertson? Can't he go? There's a bit in the first half where Diaz skips inside and Aspilicueta just clips his heels on yeah. the halfway yeah. line, and he didn't poke him. Yeah, and he and he, it was one of these and the fourth official as well. Like you can just tell these lads love the smell of their own shoe, and that yeah. that would annoy me today. They would have got fucking medals from that ref in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely shy. But this is what we're, we're up against. This is what we're up against. I don't want to go too much into it over yesterday. No, because um, it'd be yeah, stupid. Yeah, to make yeah but, but, trophy, like, but, you know, but with regards to yesterday, like, I, I don't like Frank Lampard, but Frank Lampard was right. He said, at best, it's incompetency. At worst, I'm not too sure. It's as simple as that. And to and to, to make to make it worse, to come out after the game and admit that yeah, it probably was a penalty yesterday for everything. There's no probably yeah. about it. It was no, a penalty. Don't need to, uh, well, you know, just, but today, I'm just remarking, Gav, that we're not moaning just for the sake of it. No, we're not moaning for the sake of moaning. But the thing is, Shani. But the thing is, Shani. These are these are very simple decisions that are written down and protocols that are written down in the most basic refereeing handbook you can get. With regards to a guy cuts inside, you goes by, you clip his heels, you're getting a yellow card. And it looked like to me that Sky were... Can't they literally fucking on, on Robertson? Like, this fella was brilliant. Yeah, no, because you know what happens? You know what happens? They go too... But they end up going too far the other way. Right? Yeah. You have to... As a referee, you have to find the balance in the game. Right? If fella clips a heel, it's a booking. Right? You have to stop the game. Another one you go... I might be something I'll let it go and then I'll see but what happens is instead of them being over strict they go completely the other way and it actually makes it look worse than under strict another thing right I don't know whether any of you remember this the Ireland 18s played in a World Cup quarter final yeah 100% and they got to the the quarter finals against I think it might have been Brazil uh, uh, but they got to a penalty shootout right and got the, the Ireland team had two goalkeepers sent off in the penalty shootout for coming off the fucking line. Mm-hmm. Kepa was at it after every Holland. single penalty. Yeah. And he's just giving them a fucking talking to after every yeah. single one. Yeah. If you book him on the first book one, on the first one that's it. that stops it. Stops it. He let it go. Yeah. He let it go. I could not and believe it. And what the fuck? Look. He did it every single fucking penalty. But every Johnny. single one. We we need there to wasn't get. One that he didn't. We need, but we need to get. We need, and we get onto the penalties in detail. But we need. Look, what we say is probably correct when it comes to VAR, right? Because we don't make. I don't think I do. In person, I don't. I won't speak for you, three. But I don't feel I make claims on VAR that are out there. I just make them on what I see, the process that goes on, and I usually follow the process that the referees and the linesman and the fourth official and the VAR go through to come to a decision. And then I will pick holes in it because it's quite easy to do, right? But we're just going, and, and as much as it annoys us and as much as we will talk about it from this week, next week, the week after, we'll probably do it midweek, you never know. We have to, there's, there's two ways this going to go, Shani, right? And Keith and Kev. They're going to sort something out where they just tell all these pricks to fuck off, Right. Okay, which is very, very, the chances are absolutely minimal, minuscule, okay? Or we're going to have to just learn to deal with it. And as much as you don't like uh, it, no, Shawnee, because, Shawnee, you will only only have yourself demented over it. But, Gav, it's getting to the stage now, forget about us, it's affecting the product. Shawnee, it's not getting getting to a stage, Shawnee, it is that stage. Exactly. It's at a stage now where this is the product, Johnny. It's not affecting the product. This is the product, and it will literally because it will. The integrity will be called into into play because 
like that that could be getting off that right but just in general today his mannerism going over in the middle of the game to talk to Klopp because the fourth official called him over yeah yeah. Like, it's all about them and you only have to wait to look the way they carry themselves the best refs are the ones you don't know their name you don't even notice that they're yeah like, the only one in the Premier League is anyway decent is your man Oliver and I think, to be honest with you, That's I it. think it can be a bit counterproductive sometimes, Klopp tearing strips off them, but you need that. There's the element of it that, like, Klopp is is like me, he's like you, he's like us. Yeah. Like, he, he feels it. And in the moment, he can fly off the handle. Like, he said to Paul Tierney, you have a fucking problem with me. And it's clear he does. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's obvious now. Now it's yeah. obvious. And then today, like, Atwell was kind of, and they're going out of way to kind of show, you don't control me, hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. But all we're asking for is fucking fairness. We're yeah, like petting fair children. Play. We're talking about our fair play list every yeah. single year. Yeah. And I'm, I'm half, ex- I'm half I expecting. Nice. I'm half expecting the next excuse to come out for the referees is um, a bit like when kids do something wrong. I'm expecting the next thing to come out is they've nothing to do. There's nothing in the area for them. You know the sort of way when kids yeah. do mad stuff and they go, yeah, well, yeah, there's yeah. nothing really there for them and what are they meant to do and there's nothing for them. And, and I'm half expecting referees to come out and say that. Like, Whereas we should be doing, doing more than the dog pisses on the floor. We're doing this on the weekend it. because during the week we've nothing to fucking entertain. <clears throat> you know, um, not good enough. It's no, not it's not. Enough. It's not good enough. But Shani, I'm gonna tell you what. When a big decision at the back end of this season, because the way it's going, all right, it, it's going to be It's going to be bottlenecked at both ends, right? Yeah. When a big decision goes away and it's as blatant as that was yesterday, which there will be more lawsuits will start being pulled up because there's rules. There's a real books for a reason. And these fellas are just fucking ripping them up on the spot due yeah. to their own ego. So it's, yeah. it's not right. It's not on, it's affecting the game. But yeah. we won't run it because again, we're on the we're on the bad, bad end of a, a referee in the performance today, I feel. And if we both, had a loss, no, sorry, game, both sides were absolutely both sides were because Nabi was very Nabi lucky Kato was lucky. I don't, I don't think, think he was. Saw, I don't think he was. No, if he saw if he saw red, I wouldn't have no, I, I think you slow that down. When that's put into super slow motion, it might look like he does it. I think two of them are going for the ball. Both of their feet are at the same height. Chalaba gets a nick on it, and Nabi's foot goes. It can't go anywhere else. His foot cannot go anywhere else other than where it goes. So I you're genuinely think that is a You're responsible for the safety of, the, of your opponents. His studs went straight into his thigh. Yeah, but that could have been should, Chalaba going they, into him. The two... What about bleeding? What about Rudiger's two foot bleeding tackle in yeah. the second half? Then? Yeah, yeah, same, same. So it's, it's just it, when you let the game flow, when you let the game flow, someone is going to get hurt. Yeah, but this is a re- exactly this is a result of him going too far the other way. Yeah, they 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 struggle to find the balance in the game. Like you'll hear stuff like, "Oh, a minute into the game, you're on clatter them," and they go, "It's only a minute in. Doesn't matter if he fucking does something the first or eighty ninth minute. You do make the exact the same decision. This isn't you about the your opinion. This, but this isn't. This isn't. It was a red card in the first few minutes. Exactly, um, but, th- but this isn't about opinion. This isn't about your opinion or the the context of the game. You are looking at what happens, whether you're only on the pitch or you're about to just leave it because you think you're yeah. thinking about your dinner when you get home. And what happens is they go one way or they go the other and they go too far. You know what I mean? But and then the funny thing makes a great point in the chat there about the refs. Sorry for cutting in. Just while we're talking yeah. about referees, she says, uh, 
They used to be rated after the game, but Mike Riley got rid of it, which goes against what they are supposed to do per UEFA and FIFA. And that is the crux of it. Mike Riley was one of the worst referees from the No, what happens is they all go back they all go back to George's Park now. And they all have a, a, a breakdown on their game. And then nothing said, and you mightn't see him next week in the Premier League, but goddamn sure you'll see him in the Premier League the week after. But anyway, yeah. listen, let's get away from it because it doesn't, there's football to be spoken about, not these pricks. Yeah. So, um, we'll definitely get, get onto them again. You know, we will. So, um, look, it's just, it's chances here. It's offsides. It's, it's, there's loads of tension in it. You know what? There's subs going on. There's, and I want to get to the penalties. Right, yeah. Kelleher makes a really good save at the very end from Lukaku, who I thought was very bright when he came on. In fairness to him, I did think he looked a bit different um, to what he has in the past. Uh, Lukaku, he was bright, he was making runs, he was getting across defenders, and that's what you're looking for him to do. But I agree with Shawnee. The way Chelsea play, they should ditch him, and they should. There's actually an argument to play Werner through the middle before you play Lukaku in that style that they play where they want runners and they want pace and they want this and that. But I was delighted to see Pulisic and Mount going off. Yes, and so was I. I couldn't believe Mount went off the pitch. Lukaku I couldn't believe Mount went off the pitch. Yeah, the he, he's back from injury. It's, it's the only reason he had to go off. He could never have done 120 minutes, you know. But yeah. it was. Um, one of those, like someone was saying there, did I think it was a red card? I said, I wouldn't argue with it if it was given as a red. It was a 50-50, like Keith was saying, but it was one of those that when the feet are up and the suds go through, you're taking a huge gamble. And players got to be smart about it because referees will go the other way in a week's time. And then they'll let go back. They ref- they don't ref- they're not consistent. They don't referee the game the same way throughout the season. We know that. So... It's just see what see how it goes during the FA Cup rounds because I guarantee you it'll go it'll swing back the other way where they start calling for everything. Now. Of course it will because they don't have any yeah. consistency to what they do. Um, it gets the penalties, Shawnee. I'll come to you. Um, they take off Mendy and they put Kepa on with two minutes to go in the extra time, and then Kepa, which I didn't see this, I had to ask one of the lads because literally when the final whistle went. Oh, I went out for a smoke. Behavior was I, I went out for a smoke, and I have this thing. I I have this thing in finals, right? Just so people know, I don't watch first five minutes of finals, right? I just don't watch them. I have this thing where I don't watch the first five minutes of a final. I miss the opening goal for Liverpool in Madrid because I don't watch the first five minutes. My missus will literally sit there and say, five minutes is up, and I'll come into the room." Just a thing, and also I don't watch any st- stuff between the final whistle and the first penalty, so I didn't see any of this. But Kepa comes on, Shawnee. Um, he's in the goal. It comes to this, and lads are telling me, Gav, he's like, he's doing fucking witch doctor shit on the ball, and he's in the huddle, and he's fucking doing. Now, yeah, he's you can see he keeps asking. He keeps asking, give me give me a ball, give me a ball. And you can yeah. see he's like trying to get the feel for a ball. And then if you even look, which was the first time I seen Milner takes a first penalty, yeah. he's carrying the ball. And Kep is turning around to the ref asking him for yeah, the ball. He's like, give us the ball, give us the ball. Yeah, yeah. Give us he's the saying, ball. no, green. He was cold coming on, and you could tell. And I was thinking, like, <sighs> Mendy obviously <laughs> took a well. Mendy, th- Mendy goes off. And it was a pre-planned thing, I think. But M- oh, Mendy, well, Mendy is great at the AFCON and shootouts. Yeah. He saves a big few, few big penalties and shootouts at the AFCON. So yeah. I'm thinking, is this just a mind game thing? I don't know. I don't. I don't know whether they even Kepa is great at pens. To be honest with you, 
Because he seemed like... It, the, the, is is that came, came up that he saved four this season in shootouts? Yeah, what was well, that? They were, in they were, no, they were in two at the start of the League Cup. They had... Um, I have it here. They beat Villa on penalties and they beat Southampton on penalties. At the start of yeah, the League, so I just, League Cup. So. His fucking behaviour, little rat like him, honestly. I yeah. God, I hope nobody's yeah. paying for my courses tonight because I'm going to go. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's paying tonight. Nobody's paying tonight. Sorry, I should have yeah. given you the clearance <laughs> when we started. Can you tell us though? Well, I'm just thinking about it. I asked you today where you were, you were in the Camden. Uh, and before we got to the penalties, I said to you, um, majority Liverpool, and you went, yeah, a couple of Chelsea. <laughs> tell, the, tell the people what you said to me when you said uh, the Matthew Goal got this allowed. Oh, uh, well, yeah, man, giving it the big one. Yeah, what did you say to me? Because I loved that. I can't remember. So basically, I messaged Sean and I went, are we in the camp? And he went, yeah. I said, oh, brilliant. Like, was I mostly Liverpool? He went, yeah, a couple of Chelsea. He said, they got very horny. When, when Matthew's <laughs> goal was disallowed. Yeah, they did, yeah. They, they, but, they, uh, they, that quickly. They all uh, Jack uh, red lipsticks going around. Some fella was wandering around like Conor McGregor in front of me. Yeah. And my missus yeah. giving out to me, she said, when Liverpool won, the first thing you did was run out to him. You didn't even give me a hug or a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, his card was marked. His, mar- his card was marked from yeah. early yeah. doors. Yeah, you're right from early doors. To be fair, in the end, he was a... Uh, he took a while and he was shaking hands and all. It was all a bit of crack. It never yeah, got real. Ten Lawson's got... going over yeah. to him, squared and up to him. And he was about he, six he, he said that to me, he goes to me, I was looking over just was thinking the fucking size of all level I'm better not start <laughs> <laughs> he's a thing going big like me brothers are bigger um, Paddy Lawson's but, uh, a fucking giant of a man yeah Paddy's a big like, man uh, Penhouse Gav I just do you know what I I, I was thinking to myself because my brother Gizmo was, he had to coach me through the whole game he was like it's going to be alright we're going to be fine and I, yes. I not a word down me I was like playing Rain Man sitting down yeah. doing the bleed numbers in my head <laughs> the eyes and all are flickering all over the place I was thinking to myself like oh I just can't do them because I remember when you know it lost the Villa the shoot out the Villa Royale I remember how horny I was in the yeah. sitting room yeah. I was jumping around the place laughing at them and I was thinking this is all going to come back to bite me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. like it, it's what goes around, comes around sort of thing. But And the fucking carry on of that little prick. But yeah. I have to say something, Gav. The absolute stones on every single one of our penalty takers. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Every one of them. kill him with the ball. And I don't but know. The, but the I'd, thing is, like... I'd say when he... I'd say when... Ke- obviously, he'll go through that tomorrow with his coaches or whatever. And I'd imagine they will be saying to him, what the fuck were you doing? He literally left one side of the goal open. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind. He doesn't even try to dupe him and go the other yeah. side. Stays there. Stays there. So I was thinking, oh, he probably didn't even real. He looked at a wreck. Kepa looked a wreck. Yeah. And he, he did. And I was thinking, he probably doesn't even realise he's not even in the middle of his goal here, the gobshoy. Yeah. But, um, that was the moment I want, I want that he looked go- like he lost it. Well, I want I want to go through the Liverpool penalties. We can do it one by one if we want, or we can just pick out ones. But I I just want to talk about the Chelsea the Chelsea ones, right? Um, and I let Kev talk about the Chelsea ones, and then we get back to the the thing because, um, Kev, you know, Quivey and Kelleher, he's in goal. He's a cork man, so I want to leave this with you. But um, couple of things on the Chelsea ones. They were really good penalties. The vast majority, that like literally, like ninety five percent of them were deadly. Right? He gets close to a couple, Kev. And the other thing is, well, we're scoring penalties. 
and doing our job, they're scoring penalties and shushing people and they're fucking making gestures. And the Chelsea, I think they nearly talk, tried to talk themselves out of this. What, why were they so concerned what were outside interference here? They should have been just taking them and walking away. And But uh, Kelleher, get it. he gets close, Kev. He gets close to a couple. I mean, the thing is with Tuchel as well, I think Tuchel did a Guardiola. You overthink, you overthink it. Mm. You know, and there was no need for that substitution. He, if anything, he wasted a chance to get fresh legs onto the pitch. You know, because when you go into extra time, you get an extra sub. You know, what I mean? if you've used, yeah, yeah, if you've you used, if you used five time. subs in the game. I wish someone would have sold me out to the smoking area. <laughs> if you'd have went out there, I was probably standing there, Shawnee and Fairness. Rotman's all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's with Kelleher. Kelleher just in goal. Penalty was taken, not taken. Walked out to the side. And I guarantee you, he was walking out to the side and he was looking at John Actenberg. For who's coming up, which way is he going to go? And everything, it was just right. It's your turn. I'm going to walk straight in on my line and I'm going to wait. That camera angle that they did for Wembley with the spider cam, I fucking hated it. I absolutely yeah, hated it. Because yeah. I was yeah. convinced that Kelleher nearly got their first pen. He went the right way. It was the right height. And I don't know whether it was the pace to beat him or what. But the commentators went, yeah, he was beaten by the pace. But I fancied him when he got close to that one, that if he goes right, he will get one. He will save one. But even during in the earlier runs, I think it was um, the Leicester one, Leicester game, just always fancied him, always fancied him to do something. Because he's not a shrinking violet, he's not a small keeper, but he's so calm and composed. And you know he studies it. You know he's like, he's definitely a student of, of goalkeeping. And he'd have done loads of, they'd have done loads of research on all the Chelsea lads. Plus Chelsea had to go to a penalty shootout in the World Cup as well, I think. Or they had, they'd, they'd had a recent penalty shootout that they were involved in. Uh, that those players would have, there'd have been plenty of info out there on which way these players went on a regular basis. So the fact that he was so calm that he just went from his line over to the side, looked for, look for Actenberg right. Jorginho's coming up. Which way does he go? Roy him off because he's probably the best penalty taker in the world. That bastard, he's ridiculous. But if you're he's missed a few, he'll always do that. Skip. Yeah, no, I but it's it's, it's like Bruno. if you guess the right way, they look fucking stupid. But the keepers always commit, they, they always fill the keeper to make the move, yeah. and then they just roll the, it in. It's it's yeah. a it's a chicken there, but the best penalty of the lot was Fabinho's. Yeah. That set the tone for the rest he of us. He kept his eye with that well, one, the didn't t- he? T- I, want to, I want to talk about that because Milner puts his... Keith, I'll come to you. Milner yeah. puts his away with a little bit more fizz on it than he usually would. He usually yeah. rolls it into the corner, doesn't he? Yeah. He, you know, he usually... Sides foot to his right, whips it to the left, but whips it in a case of it's really measured or he'll just chip one down the middle like he's done a couple of times. But he really puts a load of fizz on this into yeah. the bottom corner as if to go... But my God, Keith, Fabinho, if your man Kepa thinks he's acting the bollocks, Fabinho and then Van Dijk absolutely put him in his box in no uncertain terms. like And in two completely different ways. Like one's Penenka, you know, where he, and Fabinho disguises it absolutely. Even when you watch the replay, you think Fabinho's putting that left or right. And then 
And then he stands nearly on the post, and Van Dijk just went, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to oh bury And looks back at him. Aim for his face. Do them two penalties, Keith, absolutely knock his strategy on its head? I think Fabinho's penalty kills him. Because you remember in the World Cup when Italy played England and Andrea Pirlo done it to Joe Hart. And he came out afterwards and he said, he's acting the bollocks. I'm going to shoot this fucker up because he's too cocky and he's getting in everyone's face. And by doing the Penenka on him, it absolutely, the arse fell out of Joe Hart. Players know that's what happened. 10 years ago now, was it? Yeah, probably was about 14, was it? 2014? I don't believe no, 2012. Yeah, it was... It was... It's like getting a blatant punch in the stomach, I'd say. Just wins you know? Yeah. Or a slap in the face where you're expecting a punch and you don't know how to react. Bingo's not that type of player that you'd expect to have that in his locker as well. You know? I thought thought it was all very theatrical with the Kepa thing. Did any of you notice him going to the dressing room to get his gloves? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Why the fuck are you going to the dressing room? There's Why a big warm-up area. There's a big warm-up area through those doors. So I bet you a pound a penny he was outside. Yeah. In goal, taking shots and or saving shots. Well, what or, good is that when you're going on for kennels? Do you know what I mean? You can't practice yeah, yeah, he was licking it. You can tell he was licking his lips out of any... I'm going to beat him because he done, he done what he but did. But then is there, is there a case to think that Tuchel, and listen, I hope he did too because I fucking can't stand him. <laughs> um, as I said earlier, the fella's about four stone wet through after a fucking spice bag. But <laughs> is it a case that Tuchel overthinks it then? Because if this is pre-arranged, you know. I, I think it's Kepa plays all the games up till then and then he's playing Mendy in the final and he wants to, to appease Kepa. He's saying, look, if you get the penals, you're getting it. But as Shawnee said, Mendy's a good a good penal stopper as exactly. well. And, and he, he had was a good fucking game. excellent in the game. He was brilliant. I mean, if you're you a what, thinking, you're taking a penal, the last thing you want is a fella who fills out the goal. Mendy yeah. is huge. Yeah, he's a yeah, big he's unit, isn't he? Yeah. Look, his, his arms are down to it. Like he's huge. He's very imposing. Like he's a big he's a big fella. <laughs> and even with that camera when I was looking behind it, the two boys look tiny. Yeah. Yeah, and six foot two, but you wouldn't know it. Yeah, yeah, but like they would, it was I, I, maybe a right gap. But it's one of them things. If you get it wrong, you're a fucking agent. If you get it right, you're a genius. You know what I mean? It's just Ashley Elsa's watching him come through the doors like he was in a Wild West saloon. Was yeah, hilarious. that's what it was. Everything swinging. about it, yeah, it was just so yeah, fucking I, I thought it was very dramatic, and I thought they were all bleeding. To be honest with you, I was just when I seen all that, I was saying. And my brother Gizmo again was saying to me, this has to backfire. You don't just yeah. keep getting away with this. Like, it has to, and it, and it did. I think it backfired big time because... Daniel James is... Or who was it getting close to? It was Reece James. Reece yeah, James, Reece James, James. Yeah, sorry. Reece James and, with like, all of that. You should say Canate's penalty. Yeah. yeah. That's the only sort of dodgy one out of them all, isn't it? The Canate one. The rest of them, I mean, if you look at the Liverpool But in fairness, but in fairness uh, Kelleher gets closer two more penalties than Kepe yeah. does. Yeah. And Keller like Kev says, Keller is just completely so focused on who's taking it, where they might go, and I'm going that way, you know, the sort yeah. of way. Go on, Keith. Yeah. Now, I was just going to say, like, Mo Salah takes Liverpool's penalties, and Shawnee has said this a million times, you know, he doesn't trust left footers on penalties. And I think his, his technique is getting a bit better. The two against Leeds were built, and he gets a lovely one there tonight. The, the today's one is f- side netting, it's fucking dead. It's a beaut. 
But Fabinho and Milner are better penalty takers for me. And we went in there and the two of them set the tone. I think if you look at who wasn't in that, you know, Ox and Naby both scored cracking penalties against Leicester as well, I think. Um, you've got Thiago can hit a penalty. Liverpool are obviously practicing this because every fucking one of them, bar Canates, which was very savable. was mad, Canates run-up was mad as well. Ah, he? Listen, yeah. He was oh, he like said the telegraph for that. It was like it, he, he, he reminded oh. like it was like me turning up to the hundred and ten meter <laughs> hurdles and having the, the type technique. Like well, it was I'll just like what, run I'll up to this what, and hit it and hope. We didn't even mention him. He was fucking brilliant when he came. He on. was. He was excellent when he came. Yeah, on. yeah. He was it's, it's, it's a great. It's a great attribute, isn't it, to be a centre back that can come in and just hit the ground running. I think Matip is actually very good. Down and getting a bit of the runners were getting yeah. a bit of Charlie yeah. going down Matip side because they were getting into a bit of a race. But he was he was smart like and Yeah, uh, Alan Stop C says stop being reasonable, Kev, or piling in on Kepa and no quarter is being given. So Kev, shut the fuck up, right? Um, but it, someone else said, can we give a, a bit of love for Harvey Elliott stepping in and standing up for Trent? I I love this. Kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I have to be honest, I'm gonna hold my hands up when I got down to. Elliot Canate, fucking. No, I was shit myself. Kelleher. I was like, <laughs> I, I could actually see all the scenarios where I went, please not Harvey Elliot. He's only yeah. back. He's please only not Canate because he's being like marooned here as number yeah. fucking 10. And then all the talk, like, like during the week, I'm watching stuff from the Anfield rap, which is, it was a brilliant thing on, um, Creevy and Kelleher in Cork, right? I'm watching that. There's the big thing. Klopp's making a statement by putting him in goal. He's been through it. And I'm kind of going, please, not him. And I'm watching it. And every time it got five, four, six, five, I'm going, please, Creevy, just save one. Just fucking say, don't put yourself through this because I can see the numbers dwindling, right? (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm like, and you know what it is? These spawny little fuckers at Chelsea have, you know, whoever to take them. And they're all good penalty takers. Um, But Elliot puts us away, like, like it's like he's Great, in training he just whips it boom gone yeah. Canate gets a little bit lucky I'll give it it reminded me of Tony Cascarino against Romania 1990 <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you yeah. one for the kids but <laughs> but Kelleher Keith Shawnee Kev all feel free to jump in because Kelleher strolls up to this uh, literally as if he's fucking Pirlo and just goes bang yeah and he's not saving it even if he goes the right way he's not saving it and just walks over to the goal as if to go, all right, that's grand, that's done. That's it. And that was the difference in the end between yeah. the two of them. 100%. Yeah. Focus. Focus yeah. and mentality. Yeah. yeah. Composure, then, calmness. You you can call it whatever you want. It's bottle. You know, and yeah. the kid's got it. In, the kid's got it in spades. He's going to be an absolute elite goalkeeper. I hope it's with us. But the, the fear is that someone will really get into his ear that we want you to come and be our number one. And he'll have a decision to make down the line. But while he's, while he's here, Klopp was vindicated and he was outstanding today. And the way he struck that ball, it was so clean. It was, yeah. it would, it, you could take his top off and put a number seven on. You know, it was that good. was a strike, wasn't he? Up till 15 or something. Yeah. I mean, he he'd grown up playing playing football as well, playing GA and playing soccer, and he'd have had to make a decision at around 14, 13 or fourteen. So it wouldn't have been a strange thing to him to be hitting a ball like that and to be taking penalties. Because it's exactly all like keepers, it's exactly like I think it's Thomason's penalty in the two thousand and five European Cup final. 
whips her into the top corner, just whips her in high in the net, somewhere between the middle and the top corner. That's exactly what it reminded me of when he hit it. I was like, that is a ridiculous penalty. Because the easiast thing to do for Keevan Keller there blast. is A, blast it, or B, side for it and look for precision. Yeah. And he doesn't. He whips it into the top corner. It's actually stupid yeah, as a goalkeeper, yeah. what he does there. Yeah. Um, and then the miss. And... Those two go over Those two go, I've seen great stuff like fellas posting pictures of broken windows going, listen, you can't be a prick. Yeah, only for this window and stuff. It was a mad penalty. Changes his mind. It was was the penalty of a fella who was at the being trying so hard for the fucking five, ten minutes previous. Yeah. Psych someone out that when it came down to it and he was the man, man in the, man in the arena, as they say, he just didn't have the fucking balls. He didn't have the balls. It was the penalty of a man who stood on one side of the goal for a penalty and still got beaten on that side. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This fella's a fruit loop. Like, yeah. This fella I think he changes his mind. shit his jocks tonight. I think he changes his mind. I think he runs up to that. I have a feeling he, he's going to go to his right. And Carroll would have went the wrong way then, right? And changes his mind on the last minute and decides to just smash it. Because there's no direction in it. There's no direction. There's no left or right about it. It's like bang over like the more or less the middle of the goal, I think. And it's it's so fucking high and so handsome. It's it's unbelievable. But lads, um how happy were you for him? Come on, throw it out there. Delighted. Absolutely fucking delighted. Because you know everyone wants to be a hero. Do you know what I mean? Everybody wants to be a hero. Kepa went into that game, coming onto that pitch, thinking he was going to be the hero. We're coming on for a penalty shootout. Mm. Because, look, if you're a goalkeeper... Which, ironically, is a goalkeeper that wouldn't come off. Yeah. Yeah, that was for Sarri. And I, for I, Sarri, yeah. And that was um, the Argentinian goalkeeper. Yeah, Caballero. And was that the penalty? Was that for penalties as well? Yeah, yeah. He so they were going to put Cavalero. See, there you go. They were yeah. going to put Cavalero on for penalty. So he yeah, was on yeah. the other side of the general, like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he knew going on there that he could be the hero. And that's why he was going on. Oh. You know, I'm going in for the penalties. Because a keeper, you know, Kelleher ends up the keeper, not by saving a penalty, but by scoring a penalty. But when it comes down to a penalty shootout, it's all on the goalkeepers. Kepa thinks he can do it. Kelleher comes out and people are saying, oh, but he didn't save any penalties. Doesn't matter. He fucking scored the winning penalty. And that is just, it's, it was like when, not compared to him, Adrian, but Adrian saves a penalty in the Silver Cup final and Adrian gets to be the hero. Mm. Quavin Kelleher gets to be the hero. He scored a penalty that won the fucking cup for Liverpool. It doesn't matter if it's a league. Lovely cup. moment after the matter. game when your man says to him, how's it feel you scored the winning goal, cup final, the penalty in he- and you could just see him, he was going, oh, yeah. I, I, I actually didn't realise that I got the winner. Like, yeah. just, like again, like this group of players and this manager, above all else, you can tell they're good people, they're good yeah. skins. You could see the way they treat Alison, the way he was with Keller afterwards was brilliant. Yeah, it's just good. It's good. Does it? They were, all, there. they were, and I just seen what Henderson tweeted actually as well, which was a lovely touch saying, Congratulations to all the young players that contributed along the way. Yeah. We couldn't yeah. have done it without you. Yeah. And it's a testament to what this team is about, Gav. They were it's never just about the individual. It's yeah. always about the collective with them. Yeah. And yeah. you could see how happy they were for Keller. I beyond proud, so proud of him. And 
the fellow Corkman, Kev, I can't imagine yeah. your yeah. sense of was... a fella from yeah, your it is. Ah, I think I, Kevin I and all them down there be claiming to went to school and their cousins and yeah, all that. Yeah, God knows what be going on there. I, I think everyone in Dublin it'll is really all over the radio around, tomorrow. Anyway. It'll be all over the local radio for the next few days. That uh, you know about Keller and that. But I mean, I thought you were going to say be all over the local radio. Cousins with we used 29 players in the League Cup. 23 players, according to Lord. Going into, yeah, going into today, we used 29. Okay. And I think today was Sadio's first game in the League Cup in 2018. Yeah, so, I mean, but the 29 lads that got us there, you know, you you can't play them all. But it was good to see that Henderson recognised the fact that you know, everyone contributed, and that's what they've built. They've yeah, but it's not, but Kev, it's, it's, it's not only just, you know, Henderson tweets and says that. Look at Minamino after. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're literally giving the trophy to Minamino, and every there's loads of players behind him, geeing up the crowd as if to go, yeah. you give him what he deserves. And, and when Kelleher, sorry, sorry, when, yeah. just one last thing on Kelleher. Kelleher wins it, right? And Alisson is fucking delighted for him. There's no kind of Alisson standing back, but you can see in the conversation they're having that he's congratulating him and he's giving them motivational stuff at the same time. You can see it. He's he's yeah. basically telling them, like, uh, no, I don't know what the words are, but you it, you can nearly read from going, this is only the start for you. You know, enjoy it, but trust me, you're going to go on and do great things or whatever it might be, you might be saying to him. But you can see the drive in them for each other. I think it's it's a huge thing. And for to go 120 minutes and 21 or 22 penalties and still to be that committed to each other, I think is it's absolutely, it's, it's huge, lads. Yeah. Well, we're on about the, this photo on the wall thing with uh, Keller. There's Apparently there's a, a wall of honour with all the keepers that have won trophies for Liverpool. And uh, that was what Klopp was alluding to, that Keller will get his, his photo up on that wall. So that's there forever. You know, yeah. uh, no matter what happens, I think you know, he'll go down the club's history. I think he'll be Liverpool number one one day. So do I. And I think, yeah. and I think I might even be at, after the spell where he's gone from the club. I think, I think he could go and play somewhere. I do, I do think he'll, and I'd have absolutely no problem with it. And you know what, the only, it, I wouldn't be lonely, but yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be selling them with a boy back. Yeah. The, someone yeah. said that comment, the boy back clause was invented for the likes of. Because Cleveland you need Keller. him to have security in where he is, but the 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 cara of coming back to Liverpool he, if he shows he's good he's good enough. He, he would be. I'd say he's better than Casper Schmeichel. Yeah, Casper Schmeichel's just a melt for the fame. I'd say I'd say I'd say he'd be a better keeper for Spurs than Hugo Lloris. Yeah, doesn't make the mistakes that Hugo Lloris makes. Look, he's going to. West Ham is a guy who's a Palace or West Ham? Palace, yeah, he's a better goalkeeper than Fabianski. That's sad. Like, this this is a kid who could play at the very, very top level. And you know what, lads? In a couple of weeks, Touchwood, if Alisson was out, I'd have absolutely no problem with him being. It wouldn't even be a discussion for me. Because he's so good. Yeah. And you know, he deserved it today. And anybody who was oh, fucking yeah. shitting out of them all week saying we should put sentiment ahead of trophies, stick it up your hole. Trophies ahead of sentiment, Sean. Trophies ahead of sentiment. Yeah. yeah. Stick it up your hole because one thing a biggest big boy club is it's trust and exactly. it's loyalty. Yeah. And that's what he showed him today. And he showed every single kid 
uh, every single kid going to Kobe tomorrow to train from whatever age gap up, they know if they get there and they get the chance, they will be rewarded with loyalty because that's exactly what Klopp is. He's yeah. loyal. Like you said, you, Gav, the, the quote you said that he said, that's yeah. exactly him. Yeah. And you've seen Taki today and he's another one. I remember when we won the league and they yeah. were out celebrating with the trophy and poor Taki was like a bleeding, a dirty car cleaner hanging around the back picking up confetti and all. Like you, you could just tell. Did anyone, see, did anyone see the clip of uh, Canada getting the confetti in his mouth? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. He, he probably, Robertson's he in bits felt, laughing at him. Yeah, he probably felt he didn't deserve to be there and lifting the title and he didn't play his part in it. But he can leave, no matter what happens with Minamino now, he was a, he had a massive role in that run. Yeah, yeah he was scored a lot of goals. He scores he's got, two he, away at Norwich. He scores away at Preston. He scores at home. The one against Leicester. Huh? Fucking yeah. last minute. We're out other than that. Minute, yeah. um, before we get to Man of the Matches and a few more bits before we finish, Fayla Khan is our charity. Um, check them out in the description um, if you want to know all about them. But take it from me. I'm not lying to you. They're a fantastic charity. And also in the description is the link to the donate page. Our Golf Day has four holes left to sponsor 100 euro each if anyone individual or company out there wants to sponsor us and um, get in contact lfcdaytroopers at gmail.com as i said there's four left and um, all of the players are more or less paid up they will be in the next 24 hours um so and that will bring us close to the four thousand mark which is really good with a couple of months to go but we're really going to hammer down now on donations and maybe we're going to try get the trippers lads together to do a couple of things um, days out and stuff like that to try to raise more money but absolutely go and check them out bet me we got in the pot this weekend we were yeah. four points off uh, winning some money today we're getting closer and closer um, so fair play to Kev uh, Luke and Chris for having a go at that on Friday night we're going to have another go um, at the hopefully for the Norwich game but um, if you want to get involved there the link is in the description again you can sign up for absolutely free you can play a free pot for free and um, without depositing anything it'll get you the lay of the land and how you feel about it and it might be something that interests you but as we say it's a really good game by the way it's a re- because you're playing against all humans like it's not just to get, it's not against betmate whatsoever they're just uh, allowing this to go on so go and check them out and as I said um, we're going to have another go during the week link is in the description go and check that out and um, IP Vanish there was a bit of confusion over this during the week because people were going, this doesn't work. This fucking code doesn't work. And I was getting threatened and I found out what was going on. IP, www.ipvanish.com forward slash day trippers. That's the only address you need. You go in there and you're getting it for about $3 a month, which is really good because a lot of them out there are about $10, $11, between 8 and 11 $12 a month. Some go up a bit higher than that. But if you need a VPN, go and check out IP Vanish. All right. Um, lads, I want to ask just one couple of last questions so we can get out of here about half 11. Unless you want to stay till half 12, one o'clock, but I don't have enough cans. <laughs> so I'm just throwing it out there. Um, man of the match, Shawnee. No, no contest for me. Lewis Diaz. I'm actually frightened at the top what this fella's going to do. Mm. I live up here. Once he gets, I'm not even gonna say once he gets settled, but just the more you see of him, the fella is ridiculous. Is he's, he's technically better than the two lads up front? I don't care what any. I'm not. I don't think he's so skillful. 
Yeah. Very different. He's direct as well, though, Shawnee. He just I think it'll just seriously quick. Seriously so quick. quick. So quick. When he gets well, more well, used to the pressing triggers that the others do, he's going to be frightening because he's very good at pressing as it is. When he's well, I haven't seen anyone really like Aaron Lennon used to just go down the side past players for fun. Yeah, but yeah. he couldn't do one when he got the ball. He just ghosts defenders. He, he done it, he done it against Lays, he done it again today, three or four times where he just and then he gets his head up and the ball back into space or whatever. I think once the players are around and become more accustomed to playing with him and vice versa, I think this fella's yeah. numbers are going to be off the charts. He, he's going to be... It, it's, it's frightening how good he is technically. It's, some of his touches. and He's a joy to watch above all else. And that's what we do. We get you off, you see. And I, I can't wait to see um, what this fella does. I I, I actually I got, when are we playing again Wednesday yeah yeah Norwich in the cup yeah he's not playing I won't play that oh Sean he's, he's, he can't be I'm not watching it I'm not if he's not playing I'm not watching it if he's not playing I'm not watching it simple as fuck with yeah. that well there is five subs so you never know yeah but he's just I think he's alright as well because he was trying shapes in the dressing room so I imagine he's yeah. alright but yeah. he looks do you know what the thing is about him is and look I, I think I, I'm giving it to Cuevy and Kelleher because of the saves he made during the game uh, the penalty he takes and the fact that he's the fella nearest to Kepa when Kepa kicks the ball into orbit but I couldn't argue with you over Lewis Diaz but how settled he looks already how comfortably he looks around his teammates you know you look at Minamino that's there two years and is still kind of being pushed on. Now, he's a, like he's probably still settling. I don't, I'm not too sure. But for me, Lewis Diaz just looks like he's walked in there. And I said it the other night. He's walked in and went, I'm a £50 million player. Probably more. You've got, you've, you've fucking, you've got a bargain. And I'm going to show you. But he has that outward confidence in himself to be, you know, straight in talk. You know, having the crack with Simicast. And it's it's actually it's actually mad. A few comments on him, though, right? Um... Diaz was relentless, reminded me of Barnes in the 89 Cup final, says Red Soy. Uh, Diaz is a baller, says John Diaz, man of the match, says Charlie the Red. After Kepa, uh, says, says <laughs> Captain Sal, it's Diaz. Sam Tandy, and I have it up on screen, says Lewis Diaz is fearless, will become one of the best players in the world, literally, because Klopp will take him to that level. Um, let me see. Imagine him on a preseason under Klopp. His passing is underrated, says John And Diaz was just unplayable, says a boy... Not him, um, is that person's name. Struggling after a few cans to read that, to be honest with you. Um, but I, t- I thought he was absolutely um, outstanding. And the fo- the thing about it is, if you want to mark Mo Salah, try give him room on the other side then, because he's just going to get better and better for me. Keith, are you going with Kelleher? Are you going with Kepa? Or are you going with Luis Diaz or somebody else? Kepa was like spud and trade spotting when he goes to the job interview that's and takes Chris a lot of speed before it. Did he? Because yeah, that's exactly what he was like. Or your man Oliver McCall before he fought Lennox Lewis and just had this fucking absolute <laughs> brain fart in the middle of the ring. I've never seen a fella having a madder sort of period than what this fella done. So he, he, he didn't get it for me. Now, I was taught, obviously, the two we are looking at is Virgil gets man of the match, but Kelleher for me, or it's Lewis Diaz, and it's Kelleher for his in-game performance, not discarding the penalty. He was brilliant in that match. Fucking brilliant. No nerves. Do you know what I liked about him? 
he still came out for balls. Remember he had that thing against Cardiff when he came out and he clattered into your man yeah. and he could have got sent off. Should have got sent off. I don't I thought you I don't think so. But anyway, we had this argument for about twenty minutes on That's that right. day. It was but, great. but he still played that way. It didn't affect him. I thought he was excellent. But I think Diaz was just from the the first minute till the, the minute he went off. He has you on the edge of your seat. That comparison with Barnes in the eighty nine cup final is excellent. Because that's what he reminds me of. Do you know what I mean? He is very, very John Barnes. And I know that's sacrilege. If, he's, John if, he, t- if he turns out if he turns out to be half the player John Barnes was at Liverpool, um, strap yourselves in because John Barnes, in my, in my opinion, is still the best player to ever play with Liverpool. But you know what? It, what he's brilliant at, the ball is coming at him from fucking a height and it's sticking to him. It's coming down and he's taking it in a stride. He's doing six or seven no look passes a game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we stand on that, but I'm yeah, yeah. Once he reached Probably that, once he reached that destination, uh, he 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 to be <laughs> I don't know. I think he came and Bobby in there, no, no looking all over the place. Considering, considering some of the lads look like they were pissing in the jocks when they got on the ball. This yeah. fella pulling the ball out of the sky. We didn't even mention it yet. We got off. We'd be here all night. I don't care actually. The flick <laughs> around Reese yeah. James. Lovely. <laughs> he, he fucking like doesn't know where to look. It's yeah. just... Reese James he's, left he's, the ground with a neck brace on, I'd say, to be honest with you. You know what? There's the shades of... The, the, he reminds me a little bit of Ronaldinho, where... Oh, it, hold on. Hold on. This is <laughs> I know what I can, Gav. What's staying on me? No, no. Where, like... Remember when you were watching Ronaldinho years ago? And if yeah. you just got the ball and gave a simple five-yard pass, you know, no, that was shit. Like, you expect yeah. something every yes. time you get the there's ball. there's an expectancy yeah. level to him. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. You, you expect them to do, like, obviously, if you get it. Look, I'm not saying he's as good as Ronaldinho. Let's not fucking... I'm just grabbing another can. No, right in Ronaldinho rabbit holes now. Yeah. We're going to need it. Go he, he but just it's a great comparison. It's like something. You just expect him to do something every time he gets the ball. And he's someone's like for it. He has to. He has to start us. He has to start. He has to flare the magic. He has. The reason for it is as a street footballer. Yeah, he wasn't coached to death from the age of seven to fifteen or sixteen, and most European players that we'll see coming through the ranks, they are drilled in system, in tracking, and this and that and the other. He's not. He's an instinct player. He's a touch player. He's a feel player. And Suarez was like that. Very Suarez. Suarez very, very Suarez. Very like. And Keith, one night you're definitely going to have to go through a thing of where Luis Diaz came from and how he, his story, his backstory yeah. is, is unreal. It is a good story. But you can tell that he's just a pure instinct touch player. And when he gets confident and he gets selfish, when he gets selfish, it's going to be unreal. And he gets the language down and stuff like that. But when he gets selfish, He's got to be an absolute nightmare. You know, you'll you won't you won't leave him out the side. You'll have to fit others in around him. You know, credit where credit's due. And people were roaring about him last year. I didn't see it, but my god, my god, I've never been so wrong about a player. He's he's, he's, he's quality. different. He's different levels. And does the donkey walk back as well? 
you yeah, know what I mean? He's not afraid to go back and do all that, which yeah. is absolutely key in this team. I think you need to be able, you can't just be a flair player in the attacking sense and not coming back and doing your work. And that's what he's brilliant at, you know what I mean? But that again, it comes down to being a fighter and a street baller. And we've all seen it. We've seen it in Dublin. We've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it in Cork. People yeah. in the chat have seen it. People that play street ball, that fight for every fucking thing. Quality is quality, and he has that in spades. And I think he's uh, Johnny's comparing him to Ronaldinho. And look, it's a big claim. I get over. what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. big into that as Clearly. well because yeah. there's an expectation, there's an expectancy when he gets the ball that he's going to do something. He's going to have you on the edge of your seat. He's going to have okay. you say, What's this? Fuck, I'm like was a warrior player. Where yeah. if you like, if Okasha just gave a simple pass, you'd be sort of disappointed. Like, you know what I mean? He's yeah. so skilled. He's so good to watch. And as Kev said, I think the killer instinct will come with him. That's probably... He scored yeah. a lot of goals at Porto, but I think the killer instinct will come. I think this, he probably looks up sometimes and just tries to play. If he just learns to be that little bit more selfish... Look, it's unbelievable. The there's an, the there's an, but there's an understanding that has to grow as well, Shawnee. Like, by the way, Reclaimer, who um, some people think is me, it's not. I haven't got the time to be two people. Um, he says 500 likes and Keith will sing us out with a song of yeah. the chat's choice, apparently. Um, but Joshua says Diaz last month has seen him move to a new country, playing all four um, competitions, seasons of England's, England's weather and win a cup all because Tottenham building them. But, Shawnee, like, it's... It's an understanding that he's going, and remember, he, he he has played in the League Cup, he's played in the FA Cup, he's played in the League, and he's played in the Champions, Champions League, League, right? So there's going to be loads of different, you know, um, personnel around him. Not very settled, you know, the sort of way when you when you look at it. He just looks, uh, he just has a bang off him of a fella that walk has walked in the door and went, without being too cocky. But he's going, I'm well worth the money you've gave me. I'll fucking show you. And he's only going to get better because you know when Klopp gets hold of him in a proper way and says to him, right, you're definitely starting on the left now. I'm playing Jota through the middle and I'm going to play Salah on the right and Mane, Firmino, whoever else, um, all have a chance to be in this side as well. He is going, he's, he looks to me a player that revels in it. And the bigger, the bigger the occasion and the bigger the game and the more you put on him, he seems to thrive off it. And I don't know if I'm right, because in fairness, when it comes to Luis Diaz, I watched him twice against Liverpool. I watched him a handful of times after that and thought he was really good in some games I watched. Against Liverpool, I thought he was poor um, in one game. And he was, he was, oh, quite, he was. No, not at Anfield. He was really good at Anfield because he looked at him all the time. But mm. he, uh, I'm not saying he's exceeding expectations because it's quite a big price tag. But there's something different to him that I didn't see. And I'm I'm openly saying that like I'm not here to be a fucking expert on football or players like that. The thing is with him, like it doesn't matter where playing Scunthorpe in the third round of an FA Cup at home, or it's a final. He plays football the same way no matter what. And it's that it's an arrogance that South American footballers seem to have that mm. I'm gonna I'm doing everything I can here to hurt you in in a football sense, and I'm gonna walk my arse off as well. So if you're not on it, I'm gonna be all over you like a rash. And that's what, like, it's like the old thing when you see Mitrovic leaving the den and the the Millwall fans are having a go on him and he's just looking at him going, do you think I'm scared of you? I'm from the Balkans sort of thing. Yeah. You don't realise the background. goals and 30 games, Mitrovic. Yeah, you don't realise the backgrounds that these fellas come from. 
Yeah. You don't realise what they've come from. You don't realise what they've gone through to get to where they've had to get to. So this is the easy part for them. Yeah. The hard work, this is the easy Playing in front of millions, playing playing for a big club like Liverpool, when they get that just reward, some people just treat it different. Yeah. And, and they have that level of hunger. And that's why so many of them always move on to a Real Madrid or a Barcelona because it's that hunger. It's that never happy. It's always willing to succeed. He keeps going, keeps trying, trying, trying. Even when he gets tackled hard, he gets straight up. The fella's going to be a superstar. I can't... I, it's ridiculous how right that this recruitment team have gotten this. If you wanted to mould a player, like create a player on FIFA, ready to go into that Liverpool team, it, it wouldn't be too far away from from the mould of a Lewis Diaz. I think he has to look off from that. I'll say it now. I'd be surprised if Lewis Diaz, in two or three years' time, is actually asking to leave Liverpool and go to Real Madrid or Barcelona. He has the look of a fella that's arrived at Liverpool and went, this is the fucking business. And if the team is as good as I think it's going to be, there's no need for me to go anywhere else. He just has that look off him. Um, to finish up, though, I want to ask you how significant this win is today. It's the League Cup. Um, some people take it serious, some people don't. In fairness, if you go over early doors, you go playing the old youngflas. That's what happens. But as it goes on, you gain more interest. And as you've seen today, both teams put out really strong sides. But, like... I'm going to say now Liverpool are going for a quadruple and until that is untrue it's it's a it's a really true statement that I'm telling you there and I'm on board completely with it um, the fact that Liverpool are going for a quadruple and until they can't win that I'm staying that way but Kev I'll come to you first it's the first trophy of the season we've seen many a time like Jose Mourinho I think his first trophy at Chelsea was uh, yeah. a league up against Bells. us yeah. in the February 2005 I think but Kev, how big is this? Because it's one in the bank. And there you go, well, we've won there now. And we can do the same in the FA Cup. See where the Champions League takes us. And we're absolutely going for this league. I don't give a shit what anyone says. And I don't yeah. care about Chris Cavanagh or that other little muppet that was reffing yesterday. Liverpool are going absolutely for this league. How big is today in helping? the belief and the togetherness in the squad. And not only that, knowing that you can throw X, Y and Z into teams at different times and we'd be absolutely fine. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. Look, this is just the beginning of the end for the season now. This is the run-in and eventually some side is going to win a quad. Someone's going to do it. If we do it, they'll cancel football. They'll stop it. They'll just (laughs) put an end to it. But the thing is, sides have got close. We all saw when Man United won their treble, right, that we thought, that was the Holy Grail. That was never going to be done again. And even for me growing up, doing a double was rare as hen's teeth until someone did it. And then it became pretty common that sides would win a league in an FA Cup. We're, we have as good a chance as what City have ever had in doing all four. But you have to get the first one done. Once you get the first one done, that yeah. breeds confidence. And you take that confidence into the next game. It was like when we were going for an unbeaten season. Until you're beaten, that run is on. You know, and it wasn't until the Watford game that it ended. But right up until then, the belief and the fear in a side to not to the fear of failure is a great motivator. And if they get into the belief that this is really on. You know, that they could go down in the history of football, not just Liverpool Football Club, 
but in the history of the game as being the first to complete a historic achievement, it's going to be a great motivator for him. And hopefully they'll drive on for it. But, I mean, the Scott, I guarantee you, the side that we put out in the fifth round of the FA Cup ain't going to be a weekend. You know, there's, it will be a decent, strong side, especially with the five-sub rule there. We're going to want to make sure and give ourselves the best possible chance. Now, he won't go full strength, obviously, but it'll be strong enough to beat an Norwich side. And, you know, take each day as it comes and what have you, but it's 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 there. It's there to, to be taken. We're a quarter, of the way done, a quarter of the way done for it. You know, and arguably today could be the hardest one because Chelsea were a stubborn bastard side. You know, and we got through it. I don't want to see them fuckers again. Oh, hmm. I'll, take, I'll take another... I'll take another yeah. go off them. Yeah, I would. I'd love them to draw City. That would be the ideal thing now to happen in the next round. Nobody wants us, Johnny. You have to remember. Nobody know, wants us Gabby, to get... Just, listen, like if we're playing... Sean, if we're playing Pogs tomorrow... If there was a game of Pogs going tomorrow, nobody would want Liverpool. That's the way it is. Three months from now, we'd be all riding quad bikes to Paris. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm... I, I can't believe how confident I am over Council Paris. <laughs> I genuinely can't. But um Keith, like you know, it's it's a trophy in the bank. And it's big because Luis Diaz wins his first trophy at Liverpool. You know, Canate wins his first trophy at Liverpool. Tiago his first final. You know uh, Jota. Jota, yeah, there's 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 numerous players there that win their first trophy at Liverpool and get that feeling and you know that, that you've seen other players come along and, and that basically the rest of the squad have won European Cups and, and, and leagues. Does it push you on, Keith? Does it give you that extra buzz where you go, you target the league at the start of the season, or you target the Champions League, and you get this one and you go, oh, we, we could fucking do something absolutely major here. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> They're all horny now because they've won that, and that's a fact. The players now, these are not... A few years ago, there was a thing with the Lake Cup that the winners of the Lake Cup would nearly fall off a cliff. You know, you win the Lake Cup in February and then your league form would sort of take a nosedive after it. That's changed now. Like, the elite teams are taking this serious. They may not do it in the, the early stages, the early rounds. We've often got poxy draws and, and just said, right, it's not for us. Now we've got that under our belt. That's the catalyst to go on and do it. And Man City have done it. Man City have used the League Cup as a catalyst for their league runs and their FA Cup runs. And they're using their squads and they're getting players that aren't in the league team into the into the, the cup teams. And we've done that brilliantly. But what it does now is it sets us up. Man City done it. They won a League Cup, FA Cup league. They can't get over the hump in the Champions League. Now, I agree that we have a chance until we don't to win that quadruple. But where we have the advantage over Man City, and look, I don't mean City are a great team, let's not say they're not. We've been in two Champions League finals, losing one and winning one. A lot of them players have done that. So the idea of going to a Champions League final, we got that monkey off our back, we said this a couple of weeks ago. To get that League Cup, it might sound ridiculous. That's a huge monkey we've got off our back for Klopp. That's a domestic cup that we don't take seriously, that we've gone and won, that we've set ourselves up. This team won't, I don't think, in any way, will be affected by, you know, a hangover from winning the League Cup. I think we'll march on. I think whatever team we put out against Norwich, we will beat them. No disrespect to Delia and the boys. We will beat Norwich in the next round. And then, you, uh, is the FA Cup um, plotted out? Is, is that 
do you know do we know who we'd get in the next round or no, is it just an open no, draw it's, all the way no, it's, an open, it's an open draw yeah but this if you win on Wednesday night know, you're literally one game away into the quarters then, final, yeah. yeah so anything can happen then and then you know right, we're tuning up against Inter Milan again you can't take it for granted but we've a home leg you'd like to think we've done enough there we'll go into the next round of the Champions League and you're just knocking these games off these early round and cup games the more you go in them the further you get the more serious they get taken so Kev's right you see these things the players will know that they're there to be had now so we've won the and league they also cup. start moving league games for them. yeah but so we they, the players will be hungry yeah. you know these lads will be hungry to get it um, that Canate Jota we've said they've only come in Thiago they've only come in they want to get medals on the board and that they own that now. And while we may have laughed at the League Cup in years gone, boy, it's only the big two that count. This is different. This gives you that momentum. And I think it's going to give us the kick that we need to go on. Look, whether we win four or we don't, it doesn't matter. It does matter. But, you know, we've won one and that's the important thing. The important thing is always the next one. So now it's the FA Cup. Next one. Get that out of the way and then you I'm see. Ready, Sorry, I have what to read this out. What's for dinner? says, I said LSC quadruple second week of January. I got death threats. And prank and prank phone calls, not nice. I'm hoping that's a joke because I, I found that really funny. But um, if he hasn't they got death threats, oh, I'm sorry. And take it as I'm saying this seriously that I'm sorry. But um, yeah. I'm hoping it's not. You Johnny, ring him, <clears throat> I've left you to last, Johnny, because um, you know yourself, uh, you go through all sorts of emotions. Um, but. I'm just going to put it out to you, Shani. We're winning the fucking quadruple and I'm not having a word said against it. Would you agree or would you disagree? Yeah, well, like, you'd be a fool to disagree, really. Let's yeah. be honest. The, 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 team, the level that this side are operating at, I hope Thiago is going to be huge. He's going yeah. to be huge. I hope it's not too bad. I know he was upset today, but let's just, see, let's just hope it's not too bad and we can get him back because he's so key to what we're trying to do but like we've got a real chance now in the league after watching City yesterday they look more likely to wobble than they do to kick on you know what I mean what happened happened with the handball the Champions League open draw going into the next round there's obviously there's obviously teams you prefer but like you said Gav nobody is going to want to play this Liverpool nobody. team yeah. uh, and like you said we beat Norwich at home on Wednesday and then you're a game away from a Wembley semi-final again. So these winning winning becomes a habit. It becomes it becomes habitual, um, especially to these players. And it looks like that smell and blood to me. It seems to me like that smell and blood. And we're kicking into top gear at the exact right time. Yeah. And put it this way, nobody will want to be playing us. And I don't think that this. I don't think it's a pressure that comes with this whole treble talk, quadruple talk. I think I think it can be a help. Not not even a fear of failure. There's a bit of it. I can sense the superiority complex that this squad is kind of starting to get. And you see Virgil at the end there carrying his man in a match of water around and smiling and laughing. And these lads mean business. They mean fucking business. They mean and they know exactly what's up for grabs because they won one today that they hadn't won as a team but they've been there done that they've lost the Champions League and they've won a Champions League they've narrowly missed out in Premier Leagues and they've won Premier Leagues 
they know exactly how sweet victory tastes and how bitter the defeat can be. Yeah. And that will be the incentive for them to kick on because they can literally write themselves into the history books this season. I, we talked about it last week, Gavin City dropped points in Ireland. I felt like today was huge. I felt I felt like today's result and game was huge because this is a platform. This is a catapult. This is a this is a, cat, a catalyst for what could be something very special and something that we have never ever witnessed in our lifetimes as a Liverpool fans. And we should be absolutely fucking privileged to watch these lads because they are accrediting this football club. And when all is said and done, they will all be looked fondly. But these are memories for life today. I, I think the Arsenal kick on and hope to create even more. The sky is the limit this season. Genuinely, the sky is the limit. And it's not even, we're not even talking from a place of delusion. This team is good enough to win every single fucking game between now and the end of the season. It's Sass Coppo, he says 22 games possible left in the season, 22 wins for the quadruple. I'm all over it. I'm, I'm like, I'm fully on board, whatever bus you're fucking driving. Um, like, I genuinely am. Like, and people, sometimes people get afraid of that and they go, oh, fuck, could you imagine 20? I absolutely fucking love it because I spent so many years and lads, you, Kev, Keith, Shawnee, the same, loads of people in the chat where it's like, You've spent so many years going, we're not winning a fucking thing here. You know, that's yeah. not the way. So always, I know the nerves come, but always embrace it. And do you know something? I I have loads of mates, um, family, some family, most of them in-laws, in fairness, that are Man United fans, right? And when you talk to them, one in particular that's very level-headed and, and very honest, and he said, and Sean, he says it as well, sometimes actually about the, the journey being more than the destination. He, 100%. he he absolutely buzzed off the fact that United had a chance and everything. And he said, you might come to the end of the season and they've won just the League Cup, but it was fucking deadly all along. You know, sorry, whoever has a phone here, that mic, move it, because it's doing me head in now. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what the, a huge factor is for me, and I, I've, I think a couple of people have mentioned it. Last season, what happened last season, I think is a massive drive for this squad. I think if you if Liverpool were to go out and win a European Cup this year or a Premier League this year, they go, now, you fucking spoke about us and you talked about us and you've said this and you fucking said that and now we've come back and done that. But if a chance comes, if a chance comes where you, you do multiples, where it's a League Cup, FA Cup, Premier League or Champions League or all of them or whatever it might be, I don't think there's a better squad in world football to go and do this. And I, be, and I genuinely believe that I genuinely believe that because this squad for me is the most together squad I've seen in a long long time in any in any football club and you've seen it today before the game Thiago's out Kate is in you see it during the game they're giving away chance but they keep going you see it at the full time full time and extra time they're all together you see it in penalties our keepers knocking stuff in the fucking top bin you see it afterwards Minamino's being pushed to celebrate it's just it's absolutely primed to have a right go with it now I'm not saying come the end of the season we'll only end up with a late cup it could absolutely happen but while we're in all these competitions 
just thrive on it. Just fucking enjoy it. Now, it's nerve-wracking, but just enjoy it because they're the best days of your life. Trust me. Go back to the fucking early 90s, early mid-90s, and then the late 90s, and it's not fucking pretty. And then go back to 2010-ish, Roy Hodgson. It's not pretty. Absolutely enjoy this. Yeah, someone says Keith is texting. Um, glasses absolute Shock. fucking glasses in that chat yeah it was me it was me so what <laughs> um, by the way yeah. the good guys won today the good yeah. guys that's won. all I'll say yeah. the good guys won yeah. today yeah well I'll tell you something yeah. in a minute I'll tell you a story in a minute Kev anything else before we go no, no? I'm all chilled out now what a what a what a weekend man What's a weekend? We've held these people for nearly two hours. Um, Keith, anything else before we go? No, no, all good. Uh, great day, as we say. Winning breeds winning. Success breeds success. And the Reds have got a cup today. So let's see where we go from there. Good stuff. Sean, anything else before we go? Yeah. Come on. Fuck Roman Abramovich. Fuck okay. my city. Yeah. Fuck them all. Yeah. The good yeah. boys won today. And we're coming, yeah. we're coming to get we're coming for them all. Yeah. The Reds are coming over the hill, 100 mile an hour. are coming to get everything. Listen, it's been an absolute cracking show. Liverpool have won the League Cup, Carabao Cup, Rumbles, <laughs> Mill Cup, whatever they call it at this stage. But Liverpool have won it for a record ninth time. Um, it's been a cracking day. Um, Cueving, Keller's Ultras is all, is all we should all be for now, for at least a couple of days anyway, until Kev claims that... Um, you know, he's his cousin and stuff like that, and it's, it's all going somewhere off. down the line. Um, but look, you'll be in back fairness, in for the Norwich game, will you? Huh? Yeah, yeah, back in for the Norwich game. Yeah, I'd yeah, say it so. Be. I'd say so. Should be. But look, for all the football that went down this weekend, there's been some brilliant, um, there's been some brilliant sentiment shown towards the Ukraine across football grounds and indeed other sporting events um, yeah. over the last weekend. The one from Benfica tonight was sensational if you go and watch wow. it I tweeted on yeah, the wow. um, in fairness Liverpool and Chelsea both players staff and fans today at Wembley were brilliant and again Man City are everything yesterday and I'm sure others I didn't see other footage but it, it's been very very impressive the way people have stood up and backed what's going on um, with regards to a support for Ukraine and you know um, condemning what's going on in that Real Chelsea let themselves down with that statement to be honest yeah. with you yeah well look that's, yeah. that's their statement to make and they obviously have reasons behind their statement and their owner's statement nobody and, has reasons behind anything well they, they, gen- well, they do because, uh, whether they're right or wrong they have reasons behind it because of their protecting assets but we'll go into that on another day but what I would like to say to everyone is is that um, from us at the LFC Day Trip it's been brilliant to see those um those show of support to to Ukraine and not not just the footballers on the pitch like you've seen at, at um, Everton and Man City and stuff like that, but just the people of Ukraine. Um, mm. I think it's been absolutely brilliant. I think hopefully this gets sorted out very quickly. You don't want any more people losing lives and, and family and having to send their family away while they stay and fight and all that sort of stuff. We hope that it, it's, it gets sorted as quickly as possible to the point where people are in some way happy with the outcome. And, yeah, look, it's sometimes some things are just bigger than football. And what's going on in the Ukraine at the moment is, regardless of what we say, regardless of how happy we are over the League Cup, it just is bigger than football. So, from me, Keith, Shawnee, Kev, everyone else at the Day Trippers, um, we just like to say to the people um, 
that in Ukraine or what's going on at the moment. Um, we hope it gets sorted quickly. We yeah. hope you get the outcome you want. And look, we don't need that sort of shit going on in the world. There's enough bad stuff going on in the world without this stuff going on as well. That has been the Fatback 4 for this evening. Um, we'll have loads of shows during the week. Winners and Losers is back tomorrow night. I know that. I should be back with the cop update where I'm just going to talk more about the league. Cup of Lewis Diaz doing deadly stuff. Loads and of content, I'd say. Loads, loads and loads and loads of content um, all the way through the week as much as we possibly, possibly can. That's been Kev. That's been Keith. That's been Shawnee. I've been Gav. Fatback 4. Ninth League Milk Rumbelows Carabao Carling Cup. And um, the quadruple. Don't rule the These fucking reds are that bizzle. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.